Matthew chapter 12, verse 31 through verse 37. Matthew chapter 12, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 31 through verse 37. Hallelujah. Wherefore, I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven Unto men. For whosoever speaketh the word against a son of man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speak against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. Neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. O generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you, that every idle word that men should speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by the words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. And I want to talk to you today from this thought. Which tree are you? Which tree are you? Father, we thank you again. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, God. Give us directions. Give us guidance. Let us not leave the way that we came, God, but let us be changed and renewed and refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost. And we will give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. Amen. Praise God. Which tree are you? Some of the ways that we can identify trees are by their leaves by their bark, by their look, by their smell, and by their fruit. When it comes to spiritual things, the tree is often used in scriptures to relate to humanity. In Mark chapter 8, verse 22 to 24, the Bible says, And he came to Bethesda, they, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand, and led him out of the town. And when he had spit in his eyes, he put his hands upon him, and asked him if he saw aught. And the man looked up, saying, I see men walking as trees. He could not see what really was there, only there was a figure that looked like a tree. 
We need to understand that we are called to be upright. We are called to be steady. We are called to be firm. Amen. And so scriptures relate us to a tree. Either we are a good tree or we are a corrupt tree. There is no in-between. And so I have to ask us, which tree are we? In the beginning of creation, on the third day, the Lord says uh, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 and 12, And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, uh, the herb yielding seeds, and Fruit trees yielding fruit after his kind, uh, whose seed is in itself, and the earth. Uh, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seeds after its kind, and the tree yielding fruit, uh, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God says, so that it was good. Amen. So notice I've said this time and times again, the seed is in the fruit uh, and the fruit uh, is in the seed. Uh, and God says in the word uh, that the tree is to bear fruit after his kind. Amen. He is the true vine and we are, he's the husbandman. Amen. Therefore, we need to bring forth fruit uh, after his kind, as the tree is known by what kind of fruit uh, that it produces. Uh, and so if the seed is in the fruit uh, and the fruit is in the seed, uh, what kind of tree are you? Are you a corrupt tree or are you a good tree? You can't be either or. You've got to be the real deal here. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 15 through 20, Beware of false prophets which come unto you and sheep clothing, but inwardly they are raven wolves. Uh, you shall know them by their fruit. Uh, do men gather grapes of thorns uh, or figs of thistles? Uh, even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, uh, but a corrupt tree bring forth evil fruit. Uh, a corrupt tree, a good tree, excuse me, cannot bring forth evil fruit. Uh, neither does a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Uh, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit uh, is hold down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruit, uh, you shall know them. Notice, uh, he's given us an analogy here. He's trying to let us see that you don't get figs from thistles uh, and you don't get grapes out of thorns. Uh, it's all about the tree. What kind of tree are you? What are you producing? You're either a good tree or you a corrupt tree. The corrupt tree is going to bring forth evil and the good tree is going to bring for good, uh, the Lord says here, because you can't have it both ways. Uh, we need to understand that if I say that I am of Christ, uh, then I should be bringing forth good fruit. Uh, for the fruit of the Spirit, Paul says, uh, is love. Uh, it is joy. It is peace. Uh, it is long-suffering. Uh, it is gentleness. It's goodness. Uh, it's faith. It's meekness. It's temperance. Uh, against such, uh, there is no law. In other words, all God's fruit comes from a good tree. But if you have evil inside of your hearts, if you have evil inside of you, then therefore you're not a good tree. You are a corrupt tree. 
what kind of tree are you? you? The tree is known by its fruit, Jesus says. Notice what he says. So the good tree bringeth forth good fruit. But a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree, he says, cannot bring forth evil fruit. Nor can any corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Says it doesn't work. The same way James would later tell us you can't get fresh water and salt water out of the same fountain. See, so God is trying to get us to see here that we need to be one or the other. James would later tell us again in James 1 that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. See, I can't be good on Sunday and evil on Monday. It doesn't work that way. With Jesus Christ, if I say I'm in Christ, I've got to be good all the time. I can't be good this moment and evil the next minute. No, we have to determine, Jesus says, either make the tree good or make it corrupt. You're not going to have it both ways. You're going to have to make up your mind if you're going to be good or you're going to be evil. You can't have it two ways. Amen. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if the fruit is in the seed and the seed is in the fruit, and I say I'm connected to the vine, then therefore I have to produce like him. That's why the scripture says, let the tree and the fruit bring forth fruit after his kind. Amen. Are we like Jesus? Amen. The word good kicks out some words like pleasant, agreeable, joyful, happy, excellent, distinguished, upright, and honorable, beautiful to look at, magnificent, excellent in nature and character, genuine, approved, precious, beautiful by reasons of purity of heart and life, and hence praiseworthy, morally good, and noble. Let me run them by you again. A good tree, according to the word, they are good means pleasant, agreeable, joyful, happy, excellent, distinguished, upright, honorable, beautiful to look at, magnificent, excellent in nature and character, genuine, approved, precious, beautiful by reasons of purity of heart and life, and henceforth praiseworthy, Morally good and noble. And the word corrupt brings forth rotten, worthless, corrupt by one and no longer fit for use, worn out, poor quality, bad, unfit for use, hurtful, evil, diseased, vicious, malicious, wicked. In a physical sense, diseased and blind. In an ethical sense, evil, wicked, and bad. So God says, either the tree is good 
of the tree is corrupt. So he says, which are you? What are you producing? The Bible tells us in Jeremiah that God set two baskets of figs before Jeremiah. And he says, Jeremiah, what do you see? And he says, I see figs. He says, baskets, two baskets. One is good figs and the other is bad figs. And you can't have it both ways. When God came looking for figs on the fig tree and there was none there, Jesus says, cut it down. Why let it cumber the ground? Amen. And But the farmer says, give me another chance. Let me dung around it. Let me work with it uh, one more year. And then, uh, if not, uh, when you come again, if it does not produce good figs, uh, then we will cut it down. See, so God desires us to either be good or evil. We can't have it both ways. We have to decide. The Bible says, choose you this day whom you will serve, either the God which your father served on the other side of the flood or the God of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, uh, we are going to serve the Lord. Amen. Uh, We have to decide which tree do we really want to be. If I say that I have the Spirit of Christ in me, then I've got to be the tree, the good tree. I can't keep being the bad tree. I can't be the evil tree. How does a good tree get evil? How does a good tree get corrupt? How do you go from producing good fruit to evil fruit? Do you know why in the city they're having cut down all these, what we classified as good trees? Huh? They're getting diseased, right? An intruder. Something has gotten into them and made them diseased. And it's the same way in our lives. The only thing that can take us from being good to corrupt is what we let get in us. See, if I let the wrong thing come into me, then it's going to cause me to become corrupt. And Jesus says you can't have it both ways. So it's up to me, amen, to guard my heart with all diligence, uh, for out of it is the issues of life. Uh, I have to make sure that I guard myself. Uh, I have to put on the whole armor of God uh, so that I'm able to stand against the wiles uh, of the devil. Things are going to come against us, uh, but I have to be alert. I have to be ready, amen, to make sure that I can ward off uh, any evil thing that is trying to come against me. I can't sit and allow things to to just keep going into my life uh, and not expect evil to take place. Uh, Pretty soon the root of things are going to get into my heart. Uh, If I hang out with the wrong people, pretty soon uh, I'm going to start taking on their ways uh, and my good fruit uh, and my good tree is going to become a corrupt tree. And a corrupt tree, Jesus says, is going to be cut down uh, and thrown into the fire and it's going to be burned. I got to realize that I can't allow myself uh, to keep saying I'm a Christian and living wrong. 
It don't work. Be sure, Moses says, your sins will find you out. King Saul, by all accounts, when you look at him from the start, was a good tree. He was a good young man. He stood tall above everyone else. And God anointed him to be the king of Israel. But all of a sudden, he went from being good to evil. How does that happen? Jealousy. He let jealousy get in his heart. He let fear get into his heart. And as a result, uh, amen, Saul went from a good young man to a corrupt young man, from a good tree to a corrupt tree, and he finally wound up being useless uh, for the kingdom of God, and God wound up taking him out. Uh, Amen. Think about Judas. Uh, Amen. Judas was chosen by God. Uh, Amen. He was all of count, was good to start with, but all of a sudden uh, Judas allows things to get into his heart, uh, and Judas would betray his master. Amen. And as a result, he became corrupt. Uh, the gospel is to make us good uh, and to bring about a change uh, in our lives uh, because God is good. Uh, when we repent of our sins, uh, when we're baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, for the remission of our sins, uh, we are risen to walk in newness uh, of life. Uh, and therefore, it comes with the Spirit. Uh, goodness is part uh, of the fruit uh, of the Spirit. Uh, So either you're a good tree or you're a corrupt tree. And the Lord says you will know them by their fruit. What kind of fruit are they producing? Paul says that the love, he's talking about love. Amen. He says charity separate long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity wanteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. It beareth all things, it believeth all things, it hopeth all things, it endures all things. Charity never fail. So if I say I'm of the good tree, then my love for God and my love for others should be evident to everywhere that I go. My love for you does not change because of my circumstance. My love is the same yesterday, today, and forever. My love has patience. I'm able to put up with some things in my life. It's kind. It is not envious. It does not have pride. It does not brag in all these things. Amen. Because a good tree should produce good fruit. If I tell you that I'm a Christian, then I should be identified by my joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. I should be seen by that smile on my face. I should be seen rejoicing in the Lord always. I should be edified in my walk, in my life, because of what is being produced in me. I should have peace that passeth all understanding. Amen. 
these things should be in you. If I tell you that I'm a Christian, then I should identify you by your patience, your goodness, your gentleness, your honesty, your righteousness, your confidence, your faithfulness, your trustworthiness, your devotion, your faith, your humility, your modesty, your humbleness of mind, your self-restraint, your self-control, your abstinence, your sobriety and your moderation, which is temperance. All these things should be coming out of you. So which tree are you? Either make it good or make it evil. You can't have it two ways. As James says, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. David says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law doth he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that shall bring forth his fruit and his season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. But the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, uh, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Uh, for the Lord knoweth the ways of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Uh, amen. We've got to be that tree that's by the rivers of water. Amen. And John would go on and tell us in Revelation 22, 1 and 2, John says, uh, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, uh, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, uh, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, uh, which bore twelve manners of fruit, uh, and yielded their fruit every month. Uh, and the leaves of the tree was for the healing of the nations. Uh, so which tree are you? A good tree? A corrupt tree. Which tree are you? A good tree or a corrupt tree? Paul, right into the church at Philippi, he says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, and made of himself no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant. And being found in the likeness of men, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. So which three are we? A good or a corrupt? If I'm commanded to let the same mind be in Christ, be in me, what tree am I? Am I good? 
or am I corrupt? Am I for use or am I for uselessness? James right into the church in James 3, 12 through 18. He says, can the fig tree, my brother, bear olive berries? Either a vine, figs, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endue with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitterness, envy, and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descend not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envy and strife is, there's confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace to them that make peace. So which tree are we? The New Testament Living Translation translated that passage this way. Does a fig tree produce olives? Or a grapevine produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salt spring. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life. Doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there are selfish ambitions in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness is not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap the harvest of righteousness. So either the tree is good or the tree is corrupt. Which is it? As Moses told the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 through 20, See, I have set this day life and good, death and evil, and that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to do keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whether thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou will not hear, 
but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. I denounce unto you this day that you shall surely perish and that you shall not prolong your days upon the land, whether thou passes over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give them. Moses says, I have set before you good and evil, life and death, So choose, and this is the same thing that Jesus Christ is saying, choose which way you're going to have it, either good or corrupt. You can't have it both ways. When they asked Peter on the day of Pentecost, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promise is to you, unto your children, unto all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. With many other words did he testify and exult, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. And they that gladly received this word was baptized, and they were added unto them the same day about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking the bread, and prayer. They became a good tree, and they stuck with that. From the time you are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, you are risen to walk and newness of life. You must always be a good tree from that point on. If not, you will be a corrupt tree. Which are you? Good tree or bad tree? Good tree, corrupt tree. Jesus says either make it good or make it corrupt. John 15, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husband. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that he may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bring forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Which tree? Are you? Let's stay in this morning.
Amen. Praise God. Are you a good tree or are you a corrupt tree? One of the things that God desires is for us to be like Him. More than anything throughout scriptures, you see it over and over and over again. He calls for us to be good and not evil. So, my question to you today is, where do you stand? If God came right now, would it be all good? Or would the tree be evil? Would the tree be corrupt? Would the tree have flaws? Be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. In other words, God says, become complete. Learn to do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Go after the things of God. The Psalmist is in Psalms 34. He says, come, you children, and I will show you the fear of the Lord. He says, what man is it that desire to see long life and have many days? He says, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking guile. He says, follow peace and pursue it. That's why the writer in Hebrews 12, 14 would say, follow peace with all men and holiness, but without shall no man see the Lord. We got to be the good tree. We can't be the corrupt tree. If I say I'm in him, because the scripture says of him, neither had he any violence, and neither was any deceit in his mouth. So if God doesn't have any of this corrupt and evil mouth, how does it get in us? When he planted the good seed and overnight, it sprung up some terrors, right? And he says, didn't we plant good seed? How did we get terrors here? Ah, the evil one is dead. See, you've got to realize what God is trying to get us to see. He's coming back for a church without spot. And without blemish. See? So that's why we can't be corrupt in our way. And that's why Jesus says in Matthew 7, says, not everyone say to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God. We've got to be doers of God's word and not hearers only. Pure religion and undefiled before God and Father is this, to visit the Fort Wizards in order to keep yourself unspotted from the world. Jude says, keep yourself in the love of God. Looking for and hasting for the soon coming of the Lord. And Peter would say, be not ignorant of this very thing. 
that one day with the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but he's long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Because the tree is going to have to stand one day before the Lord. And either I got to be good, I'm going to be corrupt. And none of us know when that day is going to come. I don't want to be burned forever. I want to live forever and produce. Amen. Where do you stand today? These altars are open today. If you need to come and pray, amen. If you need to make a change, amen, to purpose in your heart this morning, amen, that you're not going to be a corrupt, but you're going to become a good tree and you're going to live your life to the best of your abilities for God, why don't you come this morning, amen, and seek out the